Hello, Football Faithful. My name is Eric Warner, and I'm joined by my co-host Brendan Deed from 4th and John, and this is the Double Doink Podcast. Welcome to our first episode of a podcast dedicated to discussing the NFL's hottest topics. Being from north of the border here in Toronto, it's pretty commonly thought that we do not know what we are talking about when it comes to NFL. We are here to prove that narrative dead wrong. Having no home team here has caused people to branch out and become fans of all different teams. I'm a diehard Bears fan, while my co-host Brendan is not only an Eagles writer, but a huge Eagles fan as well. Hence the title Double Doink, an unfortunate event that Brendan will never let me forget. We're going to try and have as many special guests on our show as we can, and we are looking forward to having Brad Gagnon of Bleacher Report on next week. I hope you enjoy our podcast and continue to listen to us each week. So, Brendan, I read your article on 4th and John. Great piece. Um... Basically, your main point was that you are ready for the Eagles to make a big move, trade for a cornerback. Unfortunately, your prime uh, candidate was Jalen Ramsey. You just got moved to the Rams. So basically, do you have a plan B? Well, first, I want to start with, I think, Howie Roseman should have made, pulled the trigger there. Uh, I think two first rounds and a fourth round pick was worth Jalen Ramsey, especially with how we've been getting torched all year by Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Thankfully, we won that game at the end. However, Matt Stafford also was lighting us up. We also got lit up by last week by Kirk Cousins, which was probably the biggest disappointment of the season so far and couldn't even watch the end of the game. It was that bad. However, we have to move on. And I look, I think it's, I think it's a depleted market, um, especially with, the, with Denver winning last week. I don't know if they're going to be moving on with Chris Harris. I do like Chris Harris. However, he is in a contract year. He's turning 31. I think he's the most realistic option right now. I don't think the Cardinals are going to move Patrick Peterson. I don't think Xavier Howard is going to get moved. He is, has a knee injury, so I don't believe he's going to get moved. And after that, the market is depleted. So I think Chris Harris is the best option. However, I think Howie Roseman just missed the ball there. And um, I don't know. It looks like we might be running into the season, the rest of the season with what we got. Well, uh if Ramsey's going for two firsts, Minka Fitzpatrick just went for one first. I'm assuming Chris Harris is going to be less than a first. What do you uh, What do you think it takes to get? I Chris wouldn't Harris? give anything less than the, anything more than a third round pick. I think third round pick is the maximum you give there. He's in a contract year, which is the biggest thing. The Eagles are going to be running into some cap issues as well. That Fletcher Cox contract, that Carson West contract. Uh, we just extended Alshon Jeffrey. All of his money's guaranteed next year. So I don't know if Chris Harris is gonna be I don't know if Chris Harris is gonna be back next year if we do resign him. Um, it's gonna be tough, but I think a third round pick is the most I would give up. Even a fourth round pick is even is even yeah. what probably what Howie Roseman is even offering up. What do you think? Uh, I've always liked Chris Harris. Uh, thing is, I I think Chris Harris plays a lot out of the slot. He does. Um, He's a slot quarterback. I feel like the Eagles' uh, problems are on the outside. I was actually doing some fantasy football stuff today and saw that they've given up the most points to opponent wide receivers this year. They have. It's been awful. Um, yeah. Uh, seeing Kirk Cousins put up those stat- those numbers, that's got to hurt. Um, so it's definitely uh, something that needs to be addressed. Personally, I think giving up two firsts for Ramsey um, for the Rams was the wrong move. For the Eagles, I would understand it because it fills a massive position of need. Personally, I don't think that the Rams needed to upgrade cornerback that badly. 
Um, if you look at what made them good last year, last year they were third, the third best rushing team in the NFL. This year they're the 22nd. That Todd Gurley injury is killer. Yes, Gurley is a factor, but also their O-line is a main factor. They're missing two key pieces in Saffold and Sullivan that they don't have from last year. Andrew Whitworth in his 100th season has finally slowed down. (laughs) Isn't playing like a pro bowler anymore. And if you look at their defense last year, they were 14th versus the pass. This year, they're 14th against the pass. Their secondary is not the reason they're losing games right now. It's their offensive line. I completely you look, I agree, but if players like Jalen Ramsey just don't come out the blue like that on the trade market, it just doesn't happen. And if you have the chance to give up, look, look at look at you're you being a Bears fan, look at Khalil Mack, that two first round picture, you would do it again in a heartbeat. If Jalen Ramsey can offer the same amount um if the same amount uh on the on the defense is Cleo Mackin, which he is he's the best cornerback in the league, one healthy and one playing his best. Cleo Mack is top three rush end yes. in the league. Uh, I understand what you're saying, but again, going back to that, the Bears filled a position of need with that trade. They needed an edge rusher very badly. Something else about the Rams. In twenty sixteen they traded up for Jared Goff, cost them their twenty seventeen first round pick. Twenty eighteen traded their first round pick to the Pats. Twenty nineteen traded their first round pick to the Falcons. And now they've traded two more first-round picks. That will be five straight years for the Rams without a first-round pick. That is crazy. Five figures. And And they have paid Goff, Donald, and they're going to have to pay Ramsey. What's the best way to get cheap talent? Just do the draft. (laughs) You make a point there. And if you take a look, Brandon Cooks, Aaron Donald... Todd Gurley and Jared Goff is 50% of their cap, I think, right that's, now. That's crazy. It's, it's nuts. I don't think a team has ever been built like that before in the NFL. Look, Sean McVay's going all in, and I, 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 can't, I can't judge him yet. Like, I, I still think I, I would go and get Jalen Ramsey in a heartbeat. These trades have worked out for in the NFL. Amari Cooper first-round pick hit. Two first-round picks to Cleo Mack. It hit. These trades have worked. Um, look at the way the Eagles have drafted. That's another thing I, I wanted to bring up. We can't draft. Our first-round picks and our second-round picks have been awful. Yes, Derek Barnett is a good player. Um, yes, Andre Dillard is going to be our future left tackle. We had Carson Wentz. But if you can go – I don't think any player will draft in the first round with those two – with our first two first-round picks that we could have traded will be better than Jalen Ramsey. There's no – there's there's no chance. So I think you got to go make that trade. But I, I, I agree with the, the Rams. I think they were kind of uh, swinging for the fences after that loss to the 49ers. Goff only threw for seventy four yards, I think, in total. And uh, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if corner was their exact need, but look, you, I don't think you pass on getting a guy like Jalen Ramsey. The other reason I didn't like that trade for the Rams, uh, they're sitting at three and three in the NFC West right now. Um, they're trailing two teams with five wins that they have both lost to. So they're two games out of first place in their division. Trailing San Francisco 49ers team that looks pretty damn good. Russell Wilson's absolutely balling right now. I don't I just don't understand the move at all. Yeah, you know what? It's it's tough tough trade for the third place team to make, but it's a good point. Two five, you got a five and oh and five and one team. Um Look, San Francisco's defense looks killer right now, and we're not gonna talk about that in a bit. Or yeah, speaking of the NFC West, uh you were kind of saying you think that they uh, they might be the best division of football. And I don't right think, now. and I don't think it's a question. Um, 
Look, you got five and zero San Francisco 49ers team coached by Kyle Shanahan. Um, that offense you can't that offense stops the run and runs the ball. Um, they're I think they're first in offense right now. Um, that is uh, running offense. My um, my apologies, first in running offense. That is. For, they don't have a star running back. And to do that through Kyle Shannon's offense, he continue to run the ball even when it's not working. And that is a key success to the NFL, running the ball and defense. Their defensive line, they got first, I think they had six first round picks on the defensive line. That's the way to build a football team. Then you go down to Seattle. Um, Russell Wilson is by far the MVP of the league this year. Uh, he hasn't thrown an interception yet, I don't believe. Um, just came with that big comeback win against Cleveland. Um, beat, uh, the, beat the Rams on Thursday night. Um, I, I think he's the clear-cut MVP. Then, now look look at the Rams. It's got Jalen Ramsey. That's your third-place team, a, a team that went to the Super Bowl last year, just picked up arguably top-five defensive player in the league. And look at the Cardinals. They're 2-3-1. They could easily have a winning record. Um, they could easily have a winning record right now. Uh, look, I, I, I think... I think I think they're easily the best division in football, and I don't think it's an argument. I know you're gonna I know you're gonna try to convince me on the NFC North here, but yeah, I just don't see um, it. Yes, I know you're gonna say I'm biased because of the Bears, but I mean it's the only division in football right now where every team is 500 or better. Uh, the last place team right now is the Detroit Lions, and they spanked the Eagles pretty good. <laughs> they did not spank the Eagles. It was. It came down to the last play. Arfego Whiteside catches that ball at the end, and we win the game. But yeah, no. Um, I just think top to bottom, Green Bay's five and one. They finally got a defense, which is intimidating to think that Aaron Rodgers might, for the first time in his career, have a top ten defense behind him. Minnesota Vikings, uh, they're actually the team in the division that I'm least confident in, mainly because of Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he looked like Joe Montana last week. Yeah, but uh, they still have a good front seven, half decent secondary with Rhodes and Smith, and then the Bears, arguably top defense in football, at least the top five. Anytime you have a top five defense in football, you're going to be in football games. And I already touched on the Detroit Lions, who are two two and one, and realistically, they blew that game against Arizona week one. And last week got screwed by the refs. Yeah, you, you could you very could argue, easily, you know, very easily, the Detroit Lions could be four and two. You could argue, you could argue that there could be, uh, they could have four wins. You're right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still don't. I still don't believe in the Lions. Um, uh, the Bears scare me with their quarterback situation. Um, like you said, the Vikings team that you don't trust the most in that division. I don't trust the most either in that division. I don't. I, I think that Eagles game was a wash. Um, I don't see them doing that week in, week out. Kirk Cousins just doesn't beat winning teams. Um, and, and you could argue the Packers are the best team in the NFC right now. I think they are legit. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's back to form. I don't know. I think the NFC West, though, those those top three teams, and even the Cardinals, 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, I, I don't think you can argue it. Yeah. Um, the, only, the thing I'm going to bring up about the NFC West is one of the teams that is 5-1, and one, the, Saints, the Seattle Seahawks, their net points on the season is 19. Yeah, it has taken Russell Wilson to play some of the best football I've ever seen to get them to 5-1. and one. Is it sustainable? They still do not have an offensive line. It seems their offensive line gets worse every year, and Russell Wilson gets better every year. I don't get it. Yeah. Drives me nuts. But you could, I don't know if Russell Wilson's a pocket passer. I don't know if he's a scrambling quarterback. I don't know if he's a running quarterback. It's, he's, he's all in one. Um, 
But Chris Carson, I think, is third in touches right now. He's turned into a workhorse in this league. Um, they found him in the seventh-round pick. They found him a diamond in the rough. I don't know. I think that offense can't move with Russell Wilson. Um, he's clearly the MVP of the year this uh, the league this year. I, their defense is what scares me the most. Um, look, they've Pete Carroll is known um, as always as a rock solid defense. Just I don't know. I, there's something about something about that defense. They don't. Jadavion Clowney hasn't played up to his potential yet. Um, but still, even with even with that defense, I still think that division tops in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, something I'd actually argue is uh, good teams find ways to win close games. If you look at it, one-point win against Cincinnati, two-point win against Pittsburgh, one-point win against the Rams, and a four-point win against Cleveland. That's crazy. That's, uh, that's winning a lot of, a lot of tight football games. Um, but I think, you're, I think you're underestimating how bad the Cardinals are. They, they're an exciting team. Um, just because of uh, Kyler Murray and uh, Cliff, the coach there, I still think hasn't done anything, but people are still excited about him. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're, P- they're... P- PFF has ranked Kyler Murray in the top five in the past three games of quarterback. He He's looking good. He's looking exciting. Um, that, that offense is starting to click. They should have probably lost last week. Uh, uh, Matt Bryant hits that field goal. Goes in overtime. See how, or the Falcons probably end up winning that game. I don't know. They're they're a young, exciting team. Um, I like I like watching them. Um, I think Kyler Murray could be the future of this league. Yeah. Um, that 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 division is going to be a battle. Those four teams are going to be a battle for the next couple years. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Let's move to the NFC South here. Um, this is uh, this division actually is coming. Uh, it's looking like it might be a nice little race between the Saints and uh, Panthers here. Teddy Bridgewater done a very nice job. Obviously, Drew Brees has taken his spot back. But Carolina, Mr. Kyle Allen, 3-0 on the year. Undefeated. 4-0 as a starter if you take into his one start last year. He's actually 4-0 as a starter this year, 5-0 last year. Oh, I got that mixed up. Thank you. He's he's 4-0 this year. Wow. He's won 4 in a row. Um, Yeah. So I guess, do you roll with Kyle if he stays hot, or do you bring in Cam? I don't know how you can't. I don't know how you bring back Cam Newton. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. Look, Ron Rivera, I think, has got something for Cam Newton. I feel like he. I have this funny feeling that he's going to put Cam Newton back in. I just, I don't know. Something, something says that he's going to put Cam Newton back in, but I, I don't, I don't see how yeah. you can't go with Kyle. Allen. He's four and zero. Um, he hasn't thrown an interception. Yeah, he, he's five and zero as a starter in this league. If you're if you're a team and you're rallying behind this guy, I don't know how, I don't know how you can put back Cam Newton, who's zero two. He's looked awful in the first two games yeah, too. He's he was missing, hurt. He was hurt. He's, he's missing. He's yeah, always hurt. He's, he's always, always looked, he's, looked, he's, yeah. always hurt. he's always getting banged up. He has he's missing receivers left, right, and center. Um, he hasn't looked good. He, I want the old Cam Newton back that's doing fifty yard runs. Um, that's the Cam Newton that they that, yeah. that they drafted. He hasn't looked like that in the past two years. Something's going on with that shoulder. Yeah. But I, I don't see how you can go back to Cam Newton. I, I, I feel like Ron Rivera's going to. I don't know. I just have this funny yeah. feeling. But I well, feel like I, you have to go with Kyle Allen. I think it's not debatable that the team's ceiling is higher with Cam Newton. Of course. He's, I agree. He's won an MVP. Something that Drew Brees has actually never done, shockingly. <laughs> yeah. But um, Newton's just... He's consistently unaccurate. And Kyle Allen is, if anything, he's proven to be a very accurate quarterback. He manages the game very well. Like you said, 
no interceptions. And we got a guy like Christian McCaffrey that you can turn and hand the ball to 20 to 30 times a game. Having a guy who just manages the game and doesn't turn the ball over is not a bad thing. Still like their defense with Luke Keekley in the middle. Um, but yeah, that, that actually should be an exciting race down the stretch. Uh, two teams uh, going down the wire. And uh, let's finish off with touching on probably the last division. Uh, last division in the NFC, only division we haven't talked about. Uh, amazingly, your Eagles are tied for first place with a 3-3 three and three record. <laughs> Yeah, the NFC East is looking rough right now, um, to say the least. Cowboys have lost three in a row. Um, Eagles, they were one and two. They went two in a row, and then they lose this week, which was an awful loss. Probably one of the worst losses I can in a, that I can remember in a very, very, very long time. Um, look, I, I, I don't, I don't think this. I don't think the Cowboys and Eagles are as bad as they played. I think both these teams are legitimate contenders. I don't think the Giants and Redskins are. I think it's going to come down to Eagles and Cowboys. Um, look, the, the, the biggest thing with the both these teams is they're banged up bad. Like, even I'm gonna to to go to the Cowboys side of the ball. Tyrone Smith is out, they have their right tackle, LAL Collins. Both of their tackles are out, and to do the play without your starting tackles is tough. I can, uh, I can sympathize with Cowboys fans because the Eagles, Eagles have been through injuries like that as well. Dak Prescott looked lost without Amari Cooper in that Jets game. Um, they were dropping balls left, right, center as well. Um, they're, they're banged up. And same with the Eagles. They're banged up as well. They're top, you could argue, their top two corners. Top three corners are out with Avante Maddox, Jalen Mills, and Ronald Darby. Two of the three are supposed to be back this week. Um, Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby are supposed to be back. Um, Jason Peters is out, and Darren Sproles was out this week. Um, yeah, both these teams are banged up, but like this Sunday night game is going to be very, very interesting. I think it's almost... I wouldn't go do or die at this point, but you could you could, uh, you could could argue that... Um, you could argue that the winner of this... The winner of that Sunday night game is gonna be gonna have a nice, uh, nice lane to win that division. Yeah, don't disagree with any of that. Um, I think the Cowboys are a good team. Uh, just with their old line, like you said, it's banged up right now. Once they get everybody back, I think they'll be all right. Um, something else I wanted to run by you um, hasn't uh, been talked about uh, too much is. Mr. Mitchell Trubisky's next contract. <laughs> We're going to go there, right? Yes, because I want to run something by you that not many people are talking about is favorite, everything, as soon as somebody finds out that I'm a Bears fan, immediately they rip on Mitchell Trubisky. I completely understand why he's underwhelming. In his only playoff game, he got us, the, he was asked in the fourth quarter, down by two points, got the ball on our 15 to drive down the field and put us in field goal range. He did. That was his only test. We lost that game, not because of Mitchell Trubisky. A guy like you just talked about, Dak Prescott, is probably going to make $30 million next year. Maybe even you more. You could argue even more, exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, would you rather have Dak Prescott at 30 to $35 million or Mitchell Trubisky at fifteen to twenty million dollars. Do you think Mitchell Trubisky is going to take fifteen to twenty million? Uh, that that's that's what you got to ask yourself. Like, he, look, that's I don't. What I'm hoping. Yeah. 
if, if he signs 15 or 20 million dollars he's taking a short-term deal he's not signing anything long-term for that kind of money um you could like if quarterbacks nowadays don't sign for anything less than 25 um even alex smith got like that kind of money um but look i I don't think Dak. I would love the Cowboys to sign Dak Prescott to thirty-five million dollars. I would love them to do it. Um, I don't think he's the guy, and I, I'm. I'm not going. I'm not just saying that because I'm a Dallas hater. I don't see Dak Prescott leading this team anywhere far. I don't no, think he's got the right. talent as Carson Wentz. He's not Russell Wilson. He's not what Big Ben was. He's not what Aaron Rodgers was. He he needs everything around him. He needs the best line. He needs a uh, consistent running game. He needs everything around him for it to work. And when he's tested, look, he that New York Jets game, he didn't he didn't seal the deal there at the end. Um, I, I I think I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's the, the answer, and I don't think Mitch Trubisky's the answer. But I I would have to go with that rather than Mitch Trubisky on a short term deal for fifteen to twenty million than take Dak Prescott at thirty million dollars long term. Yeah. I don't know if I don't I think the Bears. Keep an eye on this. This is this is what I've been. Um, this is kind of what I've been pondering on. Keep an eye on Nick Foles of the Bears next year. Ah, that would be something. Keep I an eye on that. About that. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say some names here and say how much they make. And these teams, I I just don't see how they win with these quarterbacks making this much money. Derek Carr, twenty five mil. Matt Stafford, twenty seven mil. Kirk Cousins, twenty eight mil, guaranteed. That is ridiculous. Jared Goff, 33 and a half. Carson Wentz at 32. That's even iffy to me just because of the injury questions. Um, there are I understand the you have to pay your quarterback, but the way the Bears are built with Khalil Mack making as much money as he does, I don't I don't see us paying big money to Mitch. And I I don't see it either. I don't, I don't think I don't think you mm-hmm. I don't think he's proved it. Um, yeah. I, I think I think you I think you bring him definitely bring him back on a short term deal. I don't think you get rid of him by any chance. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Kirk has twenty eight million guaranteed. He looks four million <laughs> yeah, guaranteed per per year. It's 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 crazy. Now yeah. the quarterbacks are making a ridiculous amount of money this year. It's yeah. It's I wonder not, if anything's going to change uh, because of this. Like they they just eat so much of the cap. But look, you you need a quarterback in this league to win, and it's been proven. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom, the thing you the thing the thing that's interesting about this is Tom Brady's what th- not even the top ten in paid, and he's no, never he's, he's never, never been, been. he's never he, been. And the thing is, he's always been willing to take less money. Quarterbacks are yeah. I think he's the only quarterback league that's ever been willing to do. His that. His wife makes more money than him. Yeah, that's why <laughs> he's able to do that. You're a right. A lot of other quarterbacks don't have that luxury. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, they don't. Um, but it's it's a proven model that. You have to try to win now when your quarterback is on his rookie deal before you have to pay them and you just your hands get tied. I just uh, was questioning why uh, the Seahawks haven't put money into their offensive line. They don't have any. They got to pay Russell thirty five million yeah. a year. But look, he does. He deserved that amount. Yes, I he, know he, he was. He was on a discount for years, and you, yeah. you you could argue that's why, for instance, a quarterback like Dak Prescott is going to want that thirty five million dollars. He was making six hundred to eight hundred thousand dollars in his rookie year. He brought them to the playoffs. He's been put. Yeah. Both, he was on a discount. These rookie quarterbacks that do well are on discounts. Um, so look, you could argue, you could argue that they're worth it. Um, I don't. You, you got. You got a good I, point. You yeah. got a good point. I, I just I, would I, not. I would not pay Dak over thirty mil. And the the thing is, the Bears kind of have an internal salary cap with what Cleo Mack is is being paid. He's your best player. You shouldn't make more than him. Is 
Dak Prescott the best player on the Dallas Cowboys? No, no chance. He's not. No. He is not. So how is he supposed to look at guys in the locker room making way more money than a guy like Ezekiel Elliott, who is their team's best player, and they haven't even paid Amari Cooper yet? Yeah, they're they're gonna be in some they're gonna be in some cap trouble, definitely. Yeah. With but the one up. thing I will uh, give Jerry credit for is he did lock up that O line. You got the interior with Martin and Frederick is locked in. I believe Tyron Smith is locked in. So is Lael Collins. Yeah. So he built that offensive line. He also built that defensive line very well with uh, Demarcus Lawrence and the Canadian Tyrone Crawford. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they got that to fall back on. But it'll definitely be an interesting offseason with a couple quarterbacks' contracts. Do you remember when Lael Collins, he, I think he got he was in charge of some murder case, and that's why he dropped in the draft? He yeah. was supposed to be a first-round pick, and they get this guy... I think he's either a seventh round pick or undrafted free agent. I'd have to double check on that. But the yeah. Cowboys, the Cowboys are able to just find a guy like that mm-hmm. at the end, and that's a, that's a luxury yeah. in the league. Definitely. Yeah. Well, actually, Carson went. I'm just thinking about it in my head now. Carson Wentz at 32 million isn't that bad because I actually um, Patrick Mahomes is going to reset this market oh. this summer. He's going to get 40. You could, you could argue he gets 40 million. Dollars. Yeah, and that's just going to reset the whole market. Yeah. So I guess in. In two years, when you see Carson Wentz at 32 and Mahomes at 40, who knows, by two years, someone may have even passed Mahomes. Exactly. It's just, it's never ending. Exactly. All right. Thanks for listening to episode one. All right. Thank you very much for the listeners. Um, Join us next week as well. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed it and uh, good night.